Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Brand new fall savings start right now at Prairie Gardens. This week, the entire selection of fall silk stems, branches, and berries, garlands, and bushes are 30% off. Save 25% off select Woodwick and Milkhouse candle scents. Beautiful table textile groupings, placemats, napkins, and more are just $1.97 each. Plus, haunting finds await with spooktacular savings on Halloween decor at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more. Good morning and welcome to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on in and join us if you can. Store is gorgeous. Now, if you can't come into the store during the show, you can also join us by phone at 217-356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 351-5357. Now, uh, we have our plant expert standing by. Marianne Metz will be here in just a moment. And John Weisgarber is with me now. Good morning, Tamara. Hey, good morning, John. What a gorgeous morning. Isn't it fabulous? It really is. Oh, my gosh. It's so nice having fall truly upon us now. Yeah. Actually, we had the first day of fall the other day. Yeah. You're right. I think it fell on the 22nd for us this year. But as far as the actual equinox, I learned this. Tell me. According to uh, the (laughs) nationalweatherservice.gov, the actual equinox, like when the day and nights are equal in time, Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the latitude where you are, it can fall differently. So it's like a, I don't don't know if it's a national average or something. Dave might be able to pop on and tell us. But ours for Champagne, uh, our actual equinox when it, if things are equal will be tomorrow the 25th oh wow okay yeah that's cool so i'm like hmm, now i'm gonna be looking at my watch tomorrow and checking out the sun and <laughs> where it's at well that makes sense because yeah. it can't be exactly the same everywhere everywhere yeah but yeah. uh so yeah but i just yeah fall and the store looks beautiful fall is one of my favorite times yeah in addition to spring right but but that's what's so cool about living here we get to change the seasons and i like that a lot i do too i love the like the first two months of each season and then by the third month i'm ready to move along to the next season so there you go works out nicely that way (laughs) but uh yeah you get a you get to change everything which i which i think i love to do you know we always there we always get uh, a little bit complacent or tired of I did this idea and now I want to move on to the next one yes but it also gives you a chance to try out different plants and flowers that uh, that you know are more active at different times of the year yeah so good morning Mary Matt good Mary morning <laughs> late again oh well. this is getting to be a habit isn't it That's well right. you know but we have to take care of customers well <laughs> at that and I was measuring the mums to see how wide they were. 
I understand that because I'm like, okay, these were seven ninety seven like a couple weeks ago. They weren't this big. This like wow. So Linda and Amy have grown some mums that are just outrageous. Aren't they crazy? Yeah, they're just beautiful. Yeah, and they're all coming into color now. Beautiful. I mean, I think there's all yeah, of them are starting to, to show open something. A little bit. So. Yeah, this nice cool weather will keep them coming on for a long time too. Oh, good. Yeah, isn't it really fascinating how they'll plant? Um, usually start right at the end of May uh, for the really big guys. Yeah. In the sixteen-inch pot, and there's one little mum plug in there. Oh. And then they get up to how big did you just measure? Oh, I, the smallest ones were like twenty inches across. I mean, that's not yeah. small. That's almost two feet. That's almost two feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the smallest one. The big ones are, I'm sorry, but this table probably couldn't hold it in front of us. Oh, they're just huge. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. you can't really put your arms yeah, around they're, it. Yeah, they're beautiful. I mean, yeah. what, a, what an instant statement. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's, I know gardeners were all so patient anyway, so instant gratification really helps, doesn't oh, it? <laughs> boy, does it ever. <laughs> Get especially with the yellow. Oh, I gosh. mean, that's eighty mile an hour yellow. Not sixty five. It's eighty. Oh, You're yeah. right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that color just really pops. It does, and the beautiful different shades of magentas and and rusts oh, yeah. and oranges. It just evokes fall, purples. doesn't it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, just yeah, like just makes you feel warm and cozy. Mm-hmm. It does indeed. Yeah. And the, and the do you still have asters out there? I know you probably do, but... Asters right now, we kind of sold through a bunch of them. Okay. Kind of sold through a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying I to think through, we wait, got, where did I... We got in asters one where day, and like asters? two days later, they were gone. I mean, don't, we didn't get into just a few asters. We got in a boatload of asters. They're gone. Yeah. You so, did. Okay. Anyway. Well, I'm sure you have more on the way, but what you did get in were a whole bunch of the combinations yeah. Uh, of the mums, yeah. the combo pots. Yeah, that's what my husband loves. That's really that's when you awesome. can get the different colors. Well, he should there come in and do it in yeah, one pot. Some, yeah, yeah. The, I think there's usually three colors in a pot. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. just different. Something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is different. It is. It's nice. Oh. Just enjoy this fall day. It's not really fall yet, but this is beautiful, isn't it? It is fall now. Yes. It oh, has when did that happen? I missed it. Officially this week it was. Oh, yes. I missed it. Mm-hmm. That yeah, Officially to fall. Well, and October 1st is one week from today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I should mention that uh, it's, uh, the Fighting Illini have a football game at 11 a.m., which pushes up programming, and so we... We'll not have a plant expert show next Saturday. Next morning. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sadly. So, and we'll try to remind you again before the end of the show, but just let yeah, you guys forget. give you a little heads up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Oh, the Atlanta are doing well. It's so fun. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. And Yes, and you have so many things inside and outside that go great with like an Illini tailgate party. Oh, heck yeah. That's just fall, isn't it? An Illini tailgate party? I think so. Yeah. So, it is duh. for me anyway. Yeah, there's lots of things that go with it. Yeah. I mean, just walk through the store for heaven's sake. The store is just beautiful right now. I just, it it just feels, if you, if you need to have something put you in that mood, yes. this store does that right now. It you does. You just walk in, it's like, look at all those yellow and orange leaves and the wreaths that are just fall and there's just so much going on and then walk into the outdoors where all the live stuff is it just it's gorgeous john you guys have done a great job out there 
Oh, and you've been part of it too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah. you both have the done a great job. Out there. Oh. The pumpkins and gourds. Oh, I know. There's endless colors and gnarly and smooth and oh, on and on and on. And it's just right. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Shapes and sizes and. And yeah. that's what we were just talking about earlier. How how we love living here because we get to change with the seasons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, how boring if you couldn't. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then to go along with all of the outdoor plants and whatnot, you guys are so good at doing the cute staked, uh, like tin signs. The yard stakes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah. With like sure. pumpkins, and and you've gotten so many different pumpkins, and now you've got white pumpkins that I can stake in to go yeah. with my orange ones I already had. I think right now, aren't there three that are on sale, John? Three different yard stakes. Yes. Uh, and they're 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 well signed throughout the area but there's there's a white one and a nice big orange one the pumpkin and um the we have mummy a, a ghost mu- yeah a ghost the mummy um, is, is that darling. a ghost mummy he's a mummy yeah he's got the cutest little it's kind of like the diary of a wimpy kid type of a <laughs> face <laughs> if you know that animation yeah uh and it just He's just, just cute. Darling. Just not cute. scary at all. I love that. Yeah, exactly. You don't have scary items here, but you have great Halloween items. And you got in so many lights for Halloween. You have oh, yeah. orange lights, you have purple lights, you have uh white, purple, and orange lights that all all combo. And then you have just like indoor, outdoor, you, you know, battery the, operated. At Christmas there's the the really popular Starburst mm-hmm. lights. We love to use those. Yes. There's Halloween ones that are orange and green. There's one that's orange and purple. Uh, there's one that's green and purple. Is there? Yep. And there's orange and there's purple and oh, they're just fabulous. That's great. Oh, they're just cool. They I are. love them. And, and you have and you have them displayed too. Oh yeah, there you see. go. So you can I mean, see what just, they look like. Just like Christmas lights, like Halloween yeah. is being represented there with the yeah. lights. I love it. You you can look at an unlighted light, but it doesn't say this doesn't speak the same language, right. does it? <laughs> yeah, you gotta have them gotta have them turned on and showing. Yeah, I agree. And we do. Yeah. Well, it, that's part of to me overall gardening is to have all the accessories and. Yeah. And lighting, especially, is really important. Decidedly, yeah, absolutely. Even that's a good point. Not as always in the winter. I love lights, but even during the whole season. Oh heck yeah! I think it was last week we were talking about the. uh, We we did it for a couple of years, but this really big mums I was just talking about. We 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 put a string of lights in them, so as they they bloom out, you know the lights just sparkle through the flowers. It's really cool. cool. It really is. Yeah. And you're right. It is a part of it's a part of gardening. It's the whole having fun of making your yard look beautiful. The accessories. That's right. Like when I sit on my deck at night, like it's Perfect. been getting darker sooner Earlier. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to sit in the pitch black. Right. Sometimes you do. But it's well, so yeah, nice. sometimes you can't. But you. Do. But but there's certain areas that you want to highlight. Oh gosh, is, yeah. Which is really neat. That's yeah. a good point. Yep. And yeah, it's so beautiful out still, and it's only like yeah, it's it's only seven, and already it's past yeah. sunset. Yeah. 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 Are you getting up in the dark now? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well. 
that time of year. It is. But, it, but yeah, I have to remind myself, you know what? Even though it's dark, it doesn't mean it's 10 o'clock at night now and I have to go inside. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can still play in my yard if I want to. Yes, you can. <laughs> so you can be able to yeah. see. So. so we've got some really cool um, hats over there that have a light embedded in the front of them. So you can <laughs> garden all night if you want to. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I won't have to run my car headlights anymore. Siri. <laughs> No, that's See? especially why I love all the garden lights well, that you guys have. That's yeah. like Steve does that. His head, the his headlights of his vehicle? Yeah. yeah, but he can do that. You know, he's got a big open space and you can't just always run your car through your yard. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> no, but you can tackle the areas of the yard that are pretty close to the street. That's true. <laughs> Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text us at three five one five three five seven for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Last week was so fun because so many people called in and texted in. So I'm hoping today's is similar because it's so fun hearing what everybody else has going on. Yeah, but what are you doing? And speaking of that, what are you doing in your yard, John? What am I doing? Yeah, well, I know not this moment, but right now in the in time frame. I feel like so, what that, I'm seeing is his eyes spinning around like, I have so many different projects. Which well, one do I start? Well, right. Exactly. Well, Where do I start? <laughs> you are right. <laughs> so last week or the previous few weeks, uh, I had uh, a wood pile that we use for our burning in our, in oh, our sure. fire pits. Yeah, yeah. I have two. So it was kind of not, not where I wanted it. It was uh, like right by the driveway, uh, and it needed to be closer to the place where we burn. So we moved that. So then that created the spot by the entry of, of the drive yep. of our house where I had just built a new retaining wall out uh, of boulders. Yep, I remember those. And then now there's this open space. So, you know, I have to fill it up. Well, duh. I don't have it filled yet. So <laughs> you're working on it. So okay. no, I. So, so after so, all that, he needed to rest up for oh. the next phase. <laughs> yeah. So last week, then I was able to till it up. Oh, nice! And I planted uh, white Dutch clover. Nice. As a ground cover. That should do great there, shouldn't Beautiful. it? Beautiful. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. You didn't do anything else in it. No shrubs I, or anything. No. Just the green. No. That's nice. Green Just is green, green, isn't it? That's great. That'll be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, this man, I I don't know if you've ever been out to the, the carryout gate, but that's where we have all of our stone. Um, we have these big galers, wooden galers full of, of boulders, you know, that are 10, 12 inches at, at the minimum and maybe bigger. And this this man bought a, one full one, at least, and I think part of another one. Oh, so, yeah, that's some wow. serious rock. That's some serious rock moving. <laughs> yes, it was. It was uh, about 1,500 pounds. Give or take. Oh, that's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. No problem. <laughs> but, you know, I hope you did. Oh, yes, you did. You did that in all that heat. Boy, but rock makes such a statement. Oh, man. In, like hardscaping, is that what you call yeah. it? Yeah. Hardscaping. And, you know, sometimes that's just what you have to have to, um, in, in your case, it was a retaining wall-ish, um, and, you know, to keep erosion control, and, you know, there's lots of reasons to use rock. I'm not always a big fan of the smaller rock, but yeah. uh, larger boulders and stuff really do have a place, and they really anchor a space. Yeah, it, it worked yes. out really well. It was a it was a pretty severe slope, 
and it was just kind of unsightly, so I had to take care of it. And and that's just it. Rock well, when done well. Yeah, it looks so pretty. Look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we have a text. Cool. It says, I'm conflicted on cutting down my lavender patches in my garden, but uh, like they're no longer pretty, so what is your advice? Lavender patches. Yeah, that's, mm. that evokes a really good image. It does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Around here, you don't usually see lavender patches. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, I, I can only think of a screensaver that came with the computer. A screensaver. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you see them a lot that's on what screen I use. savers. <laughs> I, that's where I get to see my lavender patches. La- lavenders aren't so easy to grow around here. No, they're because not. Because they like a really sharp drainage, you know, gravelly soil and sharp drainage and not much humidity. And we don't have either one of those things. So you really do have to create a microclimate for them. That's exactly what I was thinking. They yeah. must have the microclimate. Yeah. So it, that's yeah. cool that they've done a raised bed that, or a, a patch. Yeah, that's yeah. really neat. There's, you need a lot of soil amendment to get that sharp drainage yep. for those. Yeah, raised, it's Even a raised bed would be good, you know, and then amending the soil so it's nice and sharp. Okay. But um, getting them through the winter is the, the important issue. I think if you needed to cut back the, the flowers that have come on it, like deadheading mm-hmm. any other kind of perennial, that you, could, you should maybe do that. But beyond that, I don't think I cut any more back now. I would wait. It's like a lot of subshrubs, and you could consider lavender a subshrub because mm-hmm. it does die down pretty hard in the winter here, around here because of the environment. But maybe in the spring would be the time when you know that um, you can see growth coming back into the base of it. I agree with that. I I would certainly you know deadhead if it's unsightly, and maybe if there's a few you know dried and patches that you might want to cut out but i wouldn't certainly cut them all the way back i agree with marianne that i would want to wait till spring to see how much of that foliage is actually going to come back before you start cutting it Uh, a lot of times after several years lavender gets kind of a woody Woody, stem it does become a subshrub so yeah and and honestly, what what you cut back now, the little flowers, and if the, the top of it needs a little bit of shearing or something, put it in a in a a basket and take it inside. How how good would that smell? Mm. The fresh dried oh, yeah. lavenders, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's what it's for, you know, <laughs> to make you feel good. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I I maybe do a little bit of uh, deadheading to to get rid of the unsightly part of it and and keep as much of the rest of it as you can until spring. Okay, that's good advice. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Yeah, a lot of times cleanup of perennials, especially, is is about aesthetics and where they're located. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes, if it's in a high traffic area where where you see it, you know, yeah, I want to keep it cleaned up. And especially like right now, I have a a big patch of or of uh, the Rebecca's or the Black Eyed Susans, and you know they're not blooming anymore, and I need to get in and take the flower scapes down and just keep the foliage. So there's nothing wrong with doing that. Exactly. I was just talking with a friend yesterday about daylilies. And, you know, I, daylilies are beautiful. The, the flowers are just gorgeous. And, and in, in my history in horticulture, I, I, I perused 100 acres of daylilies almost on a daily basis. So 
I'm, I'm a little bit jaded about what I like and don't like. So, but now okay. I have kind of a small garden and I want something that performs all season long and really well. And daylilies, they bloom beautifully. Oh, yeah. But then by August, they're beginning to look a little bit ratty. So like John is, is talking about his Rebecca's, I just go in and cut my daylilies back. I mean, they're down to the ground. And they flush out again. I've got, you know, uh, 10 or 12 inches of green growth, and they look fine, which is okay. And nothing's going to kill them, practically. I mean, you'd have to work hard to get Roundup to kill them. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're really tough. Wow. I mean, you know, what, like I always say, uh, any, any plant has the potential to be a weed. Okay. And I did have a customer come in last week who said, I need some, I need something to kill daylilies. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. So there you have it. There was that customer with a, a weed problem. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. And inevitably, even if you're digging them out, you're, you're still going to miss some. Yep. Just yeah. like quack grass or anything, any yeah. other weed that you're trying to that spreads pretty well, yeah. you, you're, you're going to miss some little bit of it, and it's going to grow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. Uh, interesting. It's a weed is a matter of perception. What it, what is it you say? A weed is any plant that in the is, wrong place. Uh, okay, I was thinking undesired, but same thing, I guess. Undesired Similar. in the wrong place. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, it all means the same thing. Yeah. I don't want that plant there, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Now, uh, bulbs are in. and You notice. You, I've, I've already noticed you sold a lot. Many people yeah. coming in and grabbing them yeah. while the selection is there. Yeah, in the spring is not the time to think about getting bulbs for spring flowering bulbs. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our soil temps are a little bit high yet, I think. But yeah, um, I would certainly get, wait. Yeah, to plant, but don't wait to buy. No, nope. because now is the time to get your your bulbs. And yeah, I did that last weekend. I was at a, a plant club meeting, and um, I gave a presentation on bulbs, and I I had was picking out things to show and tell, but while I was doing it, I was shopping. <laughs> of course you were. No. So the first thing I do is, you know, I tie the bag and put it in the refrigerator, my bag of bulbs, okay. because I know I'm going to forget them until it's too, <laughs> too late or later in the season. But it, just in case, just in case I do forget to plant my bulbs, I put them in the refrigerator so they get that chill time because bulbs do need a long chill time. Um, the 12 weeks maybe that's so. why okay yeah so it, it keeps them at a good temperature I, even if i don't get them in the ground soon enough yeah they'll have enough chill time so but then you said john that it's a little too soon um what kind of temperatures are you looking for in the ground so you'll want or soil temps under 50 degrees so and they're not there yet. No, but close. We're getting close. We're thinking probably mid to later October is probably the more ideal time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe about three weeks. Yeah. Or so. Ooh, that's yeah, not but, far. I know. No, it, well, it isn't. And and yeah, plan it now and and get them and have them ready because yeah, selection gets shorter every week. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And and there's there's a, a couple of different sources for bulb fertilizer. 
if you wish to put that in your soil. Mm-hmm. Co- Jack always, Jack DeVerman always said that uh, compost is a great fertilizer. Yes. So, you know, just something to give a little bit of oomph to the bulb. And it doesn't hurt. You know, read read the packages. Just You've bought this really uh, gnarly looking tulip here. I didn't even so, so I brought that because, oh, you brought because that. I want to because I want to buy it. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know, on the back of the of the label, just like seed packages, it gives you a lot of information mm-hmm. in a very small space. It tells you how deep to plant them, and when it's going to bloom, and blah 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 blah. But the depth is pretty important. It's very important. Um, and Jack always says, if in doubt, plant deeper. So if it says... Because I know people get worried about squirrels digging them up. Yeah, and that's yep. one of the benefits of it. He said, the squirrels aren't going to go to that big of an effort. Oh, that's right. That was the reason why. <laughs> but They're not going to work that hard. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, they're going to move on. They'll move yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> right. I thought that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh, and, and now, how, how is that a tulip? The well, one that a, I'm staring at. It's a variation at. of because a tulip. Because I think it says of a tulip. It's called spider. It uh, it doesn't have the firm yeah, yeah. structure that right a that tulip tulips normally typically have in my head anyway. I wish I brought over the one. I bought one that is the I got the orange one that looks real spidery. It doesn't have that many petals on it. Uh, uh, the the this yellow one does, but and it's even more recurved. It just looks doesn't look like a tulip. Well, at all. they're just kind of splayed out. Yeah. Like, which is well, like a spider. See how spider it, really describes yeah. it. Yeah, it or does. Kind of uh, like a like how a firework would. would there you go. Ish. Yeah. 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 You out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And beautiful though. I would never say tulip. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would when it was in bud, and then when the oh. bud opens up, you, it's like what? What did my tulip just <laughs> so, do? Yeah. When I walked up and saw that laying here, I thought it was a daffodil. Okay, I could see that. <laughs> yes, a daffodil in the wind. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty neat, though. It's a, it's a nice yellow, though. It's a it really is, strong yellow. I like yellow flowers. I do, too. So They really show. They do. Yeah. And one thing that's really cool about the spring bulbs, you can plant anything in, like, the woods where I live. You can plant any sure. bulb. Because normally they are up and blooming before you get all the leaves, leaf canopy on the tree. Exactly. That's right. That's what I love about the walls. That's right. Yeah. So if you, if you want to plant it under a tree that just has a lot of shade, go no worries. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> we'll have that in the spring. It's great. You, you may not get enough sunlight to sustain it afterwards, you know, after it's flowered, to to uh do the oh, process of feeding the bulb again for the following season, but but you it, it will do that. I mean, there's enough sunlight. Yeah. But then there are bulbs that are made specifically for shadier areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a little iris, um, the cristatas that do really well in the shade, and yeah. there's just a whole bunch of stuff that does really well in shade. Uh, and what is neat is that because there's so much hybridizing going on now. Yes. Th- for instance, we can look at a tulip and say, wow, that's a tulip. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you said, you know, an iris that, you know, prefers a shade. Yeah. Um, what else is over there? Like, because well, I know alliums, my hyacinths are alliums. there. Oh, the alliums I love. That's, they're, they're just really, 
getting to be very popular. Just yeah. there's just a ton of them. But yeah. uh, the interesting thing about bulbs, and it's like any other genus of plants, you can you can scan a a, a, a large time period with um, flowers. So f- what I was telling people the other day was uh, twelve months of flowers of t- of bulbs, twelve months of bulbs, and you can do that. You just have to be very careful about um, reading the directions, uh, the information that's on the card. So you can start the season in January with forcing bulbs that don't want to chill time. Amaryllis, paper whites. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. And some of the fall of the spring flowering bulbs you can force also. They just have to have a chill time too. So you just have to be careful about getting them ahead enough and than having them for spring flowering, early early spring flowering. But like Arianthus and Crocus, those things begin in February Yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Wow. So then you look at your tulips that have an early, mid, and late season. It's like everything else. There's a, a very early and a very late and everything in between. So that gets you through May usually. And then you start the summer bulbs, the gladiolias and liliums and things like that that go through easily through August, and then you start your fall bulbs, which um, the fall crocus and lycoris, which we have. The yes, lycoris. Painted lady, naked lady. Oh, you know, okay. So they start, Surprise, they start, yes, they start blooming August, um, September, sometimes into October, depending on which ones you get. And then you start the for- forcing bulbs again. <laughs> so you've got 12 months of, of bulbs. If, you know, it's just, a, it's just like planting your perennial garden. Um, you can have flowers continuously, but you just have to plant it. Wow. So it's kind of fun. Marianne Metz, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> live, <laughs> Prairie <laughs> Gardens, your plant experts. <laughs> it's just the season, that's all. You think about your spring bulbs in the fall. It doesn't make any sense, but the, yes, you do. Well, and that's why you just mentioned how important it is to read the bloom time on the back of the label, which is so cool how, how they do it is. that. Yeah. Yeah. All the information. And and even staring at it without my glasses on across the table, you're holding it, John. It isn't tiny, tiny print, at least on this particular. It's not like the seed packets, right? Right. Yeah. It's this nice little color wheel, and it gives you all the months of the year. It's pretty cool. And then uh, the generic symbol for soil, line, and how deep to plant it. Yes. Yeah. It's just all right there. Like, I can't remember what they call it, but uh, yeah, we're like you don't even need any words at all, just the symbols. I'm a real visual person. I like the visual icons. I think those are great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hyacinths. Are there? Now I, I tried hyacinths one year, the Peter Stuyvesants, because they were so rich, deep purple. Uh, but they only grew, I don't even know if they had a stem that came off the ground. It was just like all flower and th- and it came up to maybe, maybe six inches off the ground. Nice. If that. Sounds pretty. Is that how hyacinths normally grow or do they have a longer stem? I guess I just assumed they had a longer stem. Typically they have a little longer stem. Okay. Could be just maybe, the maybe variety, just that variety that is yeah. possibly different. Okay. Or it could have been that I didn't give it compost when I planted it. That's probably not true, but 
No, I wouldn't think so. Of course I gave it compost. No, of course <laughs> you did. Because you know, compost, compost, compost. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just a, a boatload of bulbs over there and everything. Yeah. I mean, grape hyacinths, you're talking about hyacinths. Grape hyacinths, those are muscari, but um, Love gosh, what they've, the, uh, some of the hybrids on the market now, they, the, the uh, bottom of the bloomscapes, just it's a cluster of flowers, but the bottom is purple, deep purple, and the very tip is white. Oh, it's just beautiful. Oh. There's there's several like that. There's that white flowering good. ones. It just, uh, yeah. but every every uh, genus over there is like that right now. There's just so much interesting stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Just really cool. Yeah. And then the mixes. That's what's really neat. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It just gives you color combination. And different bulb combinations that one will be a little higher than the other so that you get to see each one, but they complement each other. Yeah. So. And likewise with the colors. Yeah. Just chosen to, and and, yeah, picked out by experts. (laughs) Experts in the field, they put these combinations together. And they, and then they try them out. They plant them, I'm sure. For sure. Yeah. Make sure before they put them out. And it's just, oh, just looking at the photos of all of the bulbs, it's just eye candy. Oh, I want them all. It totally is, isn't it? It's like the spring when the when the seed packets come in. It's a wall of like, oh my gosh, look at all those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want them all. And you're right. At, the, at this point, this is when, though, I, I need to pull out my photos and say, what what do I need here? What what do I not need any more of here? <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I've always said that one of the best tools in the garden was your was your camera, and you know going back and looking at oh there's that's a great spot for them, or gee I forgot I put some there last year. Yeah, yeah. And then you dig them up and now they're no good because you've split them and you know so there's a lot of reasons to to take photos in the garden not just because of tulips but certainly of some of your perennials that have yeah. died back already and and sometimes uh you can do some little icons i know that you've tried the the golf tees and yeah the squirrels <laughs> that didn't them. work but <laughs> well, i did for the squirrels <laughs> but i thought that was a great idea <laughs> thank you yeah. putting a yeah, different colored golf tee thank you to show which you had planted where planted stuff, yeah. <laughs> sometimes i'll take a uh, like a rock or a couple rocks and and set them where i know that i have some bulbs planted and kind of border it with a couple of rocks and then i think that's that's where they're at that's a, a good a no, a no dig zone yeah cool love it but in addition to the the pictures because like you said it's so it's easy to so get in and in yeah and i have a spot where i have a lot of naturalized uh the glanthus, the snowdrops, and, and daffodils. And, you nice. know, but during the season, I want something else in there. You know, I want, I've got hostas and things. So yeah. inevitably, when I'm putting something new in, you know, you do dig some of the bulbs up just because they've spread yeah. so much. But, you yeah. know, that way you, you don't really feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're leaving a few, but not all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, folks coming in this past week, what's what are some of the things that are on their minds? Questions, concerns. Where's the grass seed? Yep. Where's the grass yeah. seed? Yep. Oh, yeah. This is a great time, it's, great time to, to uh, restore or fill in or overseed your grass, your lawn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, you have such an advantage now where you've got 
the soil temps are high that it'll you know germinate quickly oh, you don't okay. have as as hot of temperatures uh you don't get as much rain as you do in the spring a lot of times so you know this is the time to do it yeah grass in the seed uh, spring grass is it's great to start in the spring but we just very seldom get the right kind of moisture conditions. You know, you—it's like you rain. Like this last spring too was wet. really wet. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. you just can't get in to do it. But now's a great time. Yeah. And they—they they talk about things like aeration. How often really does a lawn need to be aerated? Like a, once every ten years. It just once every depends. Twenty. <laughs> so I was just setting you up so you could say that. Thank you. <laughs> It it and it really does because the an older lawn probably needs it more often because um, it, com- oh. it compacts the nope. the roots yep. need Even the so. air um, needs to the soil needs to get broken up a little bit um, just one of the better things you can do to an older lawn is do the core aeration yeah and a lot of times uh, all lawns are different with what's underneath you know your soil structure is is. And it can be different in all different parts of your yard. So it can be really compacted in one spot and clay doesn't drain well and another spot can be great. So, yeah, it's a great time. It's a great thing to do. How often? If you would, general rule, maybe every two or three years. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, And if your lawn's in really bad shape, you might want to do it every year for a few years. And I... If you have a, a a lawn that's just well, like this year, a lot of lawns stressed mm-hmm. just because of the heat. I mean, even if you were watering, the heat just did them in. But yeah. doing a core aeration with an overseed at the same time, that way you know you've got uh, good contact with soil and seed. Okay, that'll help fill in really well. Okay, great. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. Uh, or you can text us at 351-5357. Two texts. The first one, two things. Any pink ladybulbs left? And for seed packages, take a picture with your phone. Then you can enlarge the tiny letters to read. What a great great. idea. Brilliant. (laughs) That's a great idea. That is a great idea. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See, every day is a learning day. <laughs> I can make it a large font if I want to. <laughs> Thank and you. No kidding. Very much for that suggestion. Oh my gosh, yes, that was great. That's great. And uh, yeah. and yes, we do have uh, surprise lilies, like yes, chorus. They're we called do. like chorus. Yeah. So yeah, what would they like? Okay, like chorus, uh-huh. but they have so many common su- names. Yeah, common names. Surprise lily. Surprise lily. Painted lady. Naked, naked lady. lady resurrection lily resurrection that's lily right. yeah. resurrection lily and that's yeah. just in this area i mean every part of the country has it's a real regional thing common names are so you know it's uh, there's those are few yeah yeah okay our next text last week i kept seeing the tree rats in quotation marks running up the trees with something in their nasty little mouths well come to find out that those little Mm-hmm. Had dug up one of my tulip beds and mm. of probably two hundred plus bulbs. Oh and we're taking them up Whoa. the tree to God knows where to God. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I had to replant them every he had they were able to get them back, I guess. They had to replant them. 
But every few days, they're drenching the ground with chili powder, and they're hoping that that will work. I hope it does, too. I yeah. hope so. That, that's a smart Yeah. try. They may consider uh, getting a roll of chicken wire and pinning it down over it. Oh. Okay. And then if you don't want the look of that, just you know, put mulch on top of that. Because okay. the extra depth isn't going to hurt the tulips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. That's too bad. Yeah. 200 Jeez. plus bulbs. Wow. wow. That breaks my heart. Me too. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Those pesky little... I want to know this person's Fern address. Yes. I want to drive by. <laughs> I just yeah, have this visual of, <laughs> of excavation going yeah. on. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I would seriously be at war. I thought I was at war this year. But you know what? I'm seeing little holes all over my yard. Yep. They're just digging like crazy right now. Yeah. yeah. So Squirrels are. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, they, they don't particularly like daffodils. No. Isn't that correct? They don't. Um, deer don't like daffodils particularly. So um, those are pretty safe to plant okay but they don't replace tulips and do they? the but the and the other thing though is how you said earlier uh jack de Vroomen says if you're not sure go ahead and plant it a little deeper yeah it it might not work but it might so you know it's, it's just like rolling the dice but <laughs> you know you're digging you might as well dig another couple inches so yeah, yeah. but then you know yeah. the other option is um um a cage out of either um landscape or a Hardware cloth or chicken wire. Mm-hmm. Chicken wire would be good to keep the squirrels out. Um, hardware cloth would be good for keeping voles out. Yes. Oh. But you wouldn't want hardware cloth on top. You'd want hardware cloth around the sides because you couldn't. Um, Under the there's ground. not enough room to get bulb uh, growth through the hardware cloth. But, I see. Uh, okay. Chicken wire may be dead or the squirrels. Chicken you just, wire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Around its neck or I don't know. So like whatever. Let's not reveal our personal feelings. Okay, here. I'm sorry. Yes. So in <laughs> addition an to all the beautiful fall decor that we have, we do have some perennials on sale oh yeah Still, no not some to... all of our perennials are on sale well that's true what a great time to plant plants what Absolutely. perennials do you have there's just a, a bunch of hosta that are fabulous and salvia we st- I'm, mm-hmm. I'm amazed we still have uh, as much salvia as we do because it you know it does that um uh, vegetative growth that's right just at soil level yeah. so it really looks neat right now i mean the tops of them don't look so nice but you know, we've, we've mostly trimmed that off but um great time to get their feet in the ground yeah you're, you're just uh, that much ahead uh shrubs are on yeah. sale yeah all the flowering shrubs nice um all of the deciduous uh trees shade or ornamental that includes japanese maples yes it does and it's a great time to plant yeah yeah Okay. All right. I don't know. In in 60 seconds or less. Help. Moles are destroying our yard. Any suggestions on getting rid of them? What do you do with moles? There's a, a couple of... A couple products you can Product, insert yeah. into, the, into the holes. Yeah? Yeah. Where do you get these products? Well, you can get some here. I, I imagine most uh, places that have garden materials would have mole uh, eradicators. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there you go. I'm trying to think what... what uh, I'll have to check that out because... Yeah. Uh, 
Voles and moles are very similar looking, but they require a different uh, chemical. Yes. So you just have to be sure that the product that you're looking at says for moles or for voles. Okay. Yes. Mums, pumpkins, gourds. All here at Prairie Gardens. All right, you guys. There's music. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, Marianne Metz. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Mr. John Weisgarver. Thank you. Can I give a shout out to uh, listeners who were in uh, last week and and wanted to catch up with your Marianne and I about she lives in Tampa, Florida. Oh. She's been there for a long time. Becky, and she was visiting her nephew, Ryan, who's a listener, too. So... Well, just want to say hi but to But hey, hi and thank you for coming Ryan. in. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. That's, That's yeah. awesome. See, we love stuff like that. Yeah. All right. You've been listening to Plant Experts, uh, Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak. We'll have a podcast of the show available later today at WDWS.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend. It's the most enchanting time of year. Pumpkins, gourds, and mums appear. And you can get it all this fall at Prairie Gardens. Create your dream garden with an explosion of color with the prettiest mums around. All on sale. And you'll love the fresh cabbage, kale, and pansies. Plus a bounty of pumpkins and gourds aplenty. With PG Plant experts always on hand to answer your garden questions. At Prairie Gardens, locally owned. Plant experts, extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more.